Hello, Kayla. Hello, Merry Crambush. Merry Christmas. Um, or Happy Hanukkah or whatever the fuck. It's Hanukkah's December. Over, and it's not yet time for Kwanzaa. So happy winter solstice is what's really going on. Yes. A blessed Yule to you, Harrison. Happy end of December. That's what I'll say. Happy almost end of this shithole trash bag year. How are you feeling? Are you so excited? I'm so excited. I'm excited because we're doing something special this week on Kayla and Harrison Won't Shut Up. Yes, we are. A, a, a special uh, holiday week treat, as it were. It's the five days of Crambush. Of Crambush. Of Crambush. Crambush. Yes, we're very excited to bring you rapid fire episodes this week to celebrate five quality films <laughs> and Jesus's birthday. Or yeah, is it his birthday? What's the what um, is it? He came behind a rock. What happened? No, that one's Easter. Oh. Uh, anyway, this one, this one is his birthday, or I don't know the pagan Saturn birthday. I don't know. I don't know what the. I, I don't know. Harry. We're just celebrating being off work, basically. And, and we want to celebrate what? with all of our fans, all two of you. Klingle, klingle. It's like, what, the morning? And I just want, can you hear the, can you hear my voice? We can definitely hear it. But we are in a celebratory mood. We're going to do things a little differently this week. Uh, these are mini episodes. So we're going to. We're going to get right into the good stuff. We're going to get right into the thick of it. So we're going to start with Home Alone, which I'm sure oh. many of you have seen. Maybe you haven't. If you haven't, don't listen to this podcast right now. This is one of those movies where I always think I haven't watched it before, even though I know I have. And then certain things give, you know, like you get that visceral, like memory feel where you're like, oh, for the love of God, I remember being a small child and seeing this. And, and yes. Like yeah. This is the quintessential, like, you can watch this with your parents and there's like a bad word. But is it a bad word? Probably not. Because Joe Pesci doesn't cook. Joe, push, oh. Joe Pesci doesn't cuss the whole time. He had to yeah. make up his own language, apparently, because he cussed so much on set. Because I he was used to working with Scorsese. Did you, did you see, um, is that Joe Pesci? That doesn't anybody? It is. Um, did you see, did you see the, um, that show, the movies that made us? Did you yes. Did you watch the Home yes. Alone one? Yes, I did. Yeah, that it was, was good. Very interesting. I think the most interesting thing, because like you, as an adult, you do look back on this movie and you're like, their house, like the wallpaper is Christmassy. Like these people must be obsessed with Christmas because their house, it it doesn't it like there's some poinsettias in the corners and stuff and like, but like it looks like a Christmas decorated house even though it's not. I mean, yeah. it doesn't even have a Christmas tree until the little boy gets one while he's left home alone, as it were. Anyway, long story short, what I learned from that movie is that they did that on purpose and they set up this, like, they set up the the set in an old high school that was just, like, got a huge gym and they just made sets in it. And they were like, you know what, if this is a Christmas movie, let's just fucking go for it. Production design, design this house like it's always Christmas. <laughs> and they did it. They did. They did a good job. I mean, it's horrible. Yeah. The house. It's disgusting looking. The all of the all also of the, uh, yeah yeah. All of the wallpaper and the house is everything's red and green. It's a nightmare, a beautiful Christmas nightmare. Can't. And that's just the house. I'm already fucking up this rapid fire thing. That's okay. 
Let's talk for half an hour about the set design, Lacey. Let's do it. So, Home Alone came out in 1990. It's a Christmas family comedy film. Chris Columbus, problematic name, directed this movie. (laughs) Uh, And as you know, it stars Macaulay Culkin. Yes. And a bunch of other people. Kieran Culkin. Little baby Kieran. Yeah, who plays Wallace and Scott Pilgrim, because I had to... I paused at the movie at one point, and I was like, how did they cast a little boy as this kid's cousin who looks exactly like him? They look like they're related. Boom, they are. It's Kieran Culkin. I, you know, how did you know that that was the cousin? I still, there's so many children in this I movie. To, well, because I, I watched Home Alone 1 and 2 back to back, and that really helped with the family dynamic. Okay, because in the first one, I was like, oh, it's a family of 12. No, it's not. Inexplicably, there's <laughs> inexplicably there's two other adults. They're having a four-way marriage relationship. I don't need answers. Okay, I just I don't. They're not well, even in most of the movie. Uh, they're not. But it is two families and their cousins, and it's it's hard to tell who is Macaulay Culkin's brother or sister or cousin. It is very hard because none of them look like they're related to him, except for Kieran Culkin, who does not play his brother. Yeah. What are you doing, Chris Columbus? Uh, it's produced and written by John Hughes. Yes, and he's he's that famous '80s movies guy, right? Like he did. He's the famous movies. '80s movies guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he did. We love John Hughes, don't I we? I always used to get him confused with um, Howard Hughes, who's a completely uh, different person. No, he was um, he was like a rapid fire filmmaker, right? Like he made. <gasps> oh my God! Are you okay? <laughs> I just got so excited about how we were a rapid fire podcast this week. <laughs> just jokes on my own. This week is an um, homage to John Hughes, who was a filmmaker. Is it? Yes. Now it is. He did Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink, Blaine's Trains and Automobiles, Uncle Buck, Dennis the Menace. Mm-hmm. I mean, goddamn, Beethoven. What? Home Alone. National Lampoon's European Vacation, their regular vacation, their Christmas vacation. He did all of it. Harrison. Harrison. (laughs) With the maybe exception of Say Anything. I hate all of those movies you just said. What? Every single one. Say Anything may be a passable film. It's got some good moments. I like it. All those other, I'm just not, I'm not a, I, I don't, I'm not into it. I'm not into it. I'm a, I'm a piece of garbage, Harrison. You don't like weird science? No. no. Isn't that when they resurrect, like, a woman from a computer and, like, two little middle school boys oogle her for two hours? You know, I don't remember. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's not my cup of... I almost said that's not my bag of tea. It's not my bag of tea, Harrison. Uh, pretty in pink, though. We just though. lost our whole, our whole... Obviously, you just listed some of the most famous and popular films of all time. So if I may go on record and remind everyone that I live in Juneau, Alaska. So if you want to come at me for my unpopular opinion on not Howard Hughes, you're going to have to... You have to book a flight. Book a flight to Juneau. But what <laughs> about John Hughes? I, I, Howard Hughes is actually fine. Okay, anyway, Home Alone. <laughs> As many of you know, Home Alone is a 1990 movie. It's old. What What can I say? I don't know. It's about Christmas. It's as old as, as I am. It's as old as time. Um, and let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin mm-hmm. in Home Alone yes. is 
a little baby child, Kevin. He's, I think he's in third grade. That's what I surmise. I spent a lot of time running analytics on this film, and I'm, I have determined he's in third grade. Yeah, it doesn't really say how old he is that I recall. Um, they say he's eight, and at one point he tells he tells someone that he can't wear a, a sweater with an animal on it, and he had gotten it last year. In second grade, he got beat up. I used my very strong powers of deduction, and he's in third grade. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Again, I thought I came at this film with a lot of intellectualness. I silently nodded. Um, yes. You know, I had a hard time watching Macaulay Culkin as a child because I was constantly compared to him because everyone said that I looked like him. Aww. And so I didn't, because it was so constant, I don't know that I really ever loved this movie or like most movies that he was in as a child. You, you look like you could be a Culkin. You really do. Oh, well, now, now, now I can take that as a compliment. You know, I like what, from Party Monster on, I'm a Macaulay Culkin fan. But also, Kieran Culkin's good-looking, straight-up, conventionally good-looking, in my opinion. All the Culkins are. Oh, I don't know, I don't know about their parents, but... Um, I guess I don't either. There's also, like, seven of them. There's too many Culkins, okay? There's too many. Um, <laughs> no, so this film is about, if I may, go at this from an educator, as an educator, okay? Please. This is a film about a family who has somehow raised amongst them uh, ten children, okay? And yet, none of them, none of them have picked up on basic child care. Basic child care. Mm. First, they punish their children in absurd ways oh you don't they lock someone in an attic at one point well the reason macaulay culkin one of the many reasons macaulay culkin gets left alone home alone as it were in this movie is because he gets into now i'm getting the two movies confused because they're essentially the they're the same film home alone one and two but anyway in the first one him and and his brother buzz because that is his brother get into a fight and i don't even remember what it was about but it, it's something where Buzz is like an older teenager, and this is a third grader, right? And instead of being like, okay, let's mediate this, like, what, like what's going on? And the, and the older brother taking any responsibility for being the less responsible of the two in this fight, they're like, anyway, Macaulay Culkin, you're going to have to be locked in the attic. Not locked in the attic, but you have to go sleep in the attic in this house where you live in this creepy... <laughs> creepy attic when you know the kid's afraid of basements and basements and attics are the same creep level in my opinion fair and and macaulay culkin's like i hate this family i hate all this very normal little kid stuff to say and instead of responding in a normal way like in a developmentally appropriate way she's like well that was a shitty thing to say i hope you're i hope you feel like a piece of shit anyway see you tomorrow this is a product of raising in the 90s And then, and then the head count thing, the fact that they do one head count, they do one head count, and that neighbor kid gets counted as Macaulay Culkin's character, and that's the theory of how they could have possibly left him at home, because there was a little boy near the taxi on the way to the airport. It's so, yeah, so believable. I, can I tell you a story about head counting? Yes. This is, if you ever have kids, if either of us have ever have kids, and you have so many kids that you have to do a head count, let me give you a teacher trick. 
head count every minute, if possible. <laughs> I literally once as a camp counselor, I, I had just gotten a new group of kids. They were all around four or five years old, so they're little. I had done a head count. We were moving into the camp building, and I cannot stress you enough, Harrison, that we were going from the parking lot where I did a head count to outside the building we were going into, and I did a second head count. Within 30 seconds, one of my kids was gone. Were they in the woods? In the end, it turned out, no. In the end, it turned out they had left and joined another group somehow in the parking lot. Again, in the 30 seconds it take it took for me to go from the parking lot to the building. Well, let me tell you, this Catherine Catherine, Catherine O'Hara could have taken a note from you. She really, sh- well, <laughs> I found that kid, by the way. Well, they didn't find Kevin. Just kidding. Yes, they did. <laughs> well, eventually. They didn't really, though. I mean, he never left the house. What if he had actually left? This would be a very different film. Yeah, well, we'll get into that in the second one. Um, I think we should say the plot. Yes. What happens? So the family leaves. Kevin's family at home. Goes, the family. It's two. It's 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 a bunch of cousins and their parents, and they're going to Paris for reasons that are like shittily explained. Rich people. <laughs> they're rich, essentially. God, and they live in the biggest house I've ever seen in my life. Rich people living the rich, rich life. There's actually a theme in almost all of these films, by the way, that we're reviewing this whole week of like shitty rich families being shitty and rich shitty. Um, wow, so yeah, there go, really is. No, I mean like. In all of them. Just wait until Krampus. Okay. Anywho. Sip your tea. <laughs> your non-alcoholic <laughs> yes, tea. My non-alcoholic tea. So they they get all the way practically to Paris, France, before the mother is like. Oh my God, I had a bad feeling and now I realize that I I haven't seen my son in like 12 hours. Meanwhile, the son who had been like, I wish I wish I didn't have a family because I'm I'm a, I'm an eight-year-old and that's actually a pretty normal thing for an eight-year-old to say. And then he wakes up and no one's there and instead of panicking, he's like, dope, I'm a witch, obviously. And I made my family disappear and I'm going to go through my older brother's stuff and I'm going to eat nothing but ice cream and I'm going to watch weird black and white gangster pictures and mm-hmm. it's gonna be dope and it is dope for a couple of days until, until until some robbers who had been casing the joint earlier as cops or at least one of them did take the whole film to figure out that this little boy is home alone which <laughs> might <laughs> which that might have been the smartest <laughs> plot device slash subtext of this movie is cops are the bad guys continue they're not actually cops, for the record. Although, also, when she calls the cops, when she's calling the cops from France, they're like, well, I don't know, did the kid eat poison? No, then he's probably fine. <laughs> and then, like, one cop shows up, knocks on the door once, and is like, this is all fine. Like, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this is Chicago. This is the I, wealthy suburbs of Chicago. We don't have to worry about children. There's a lot of filler in this movie. That's another thing I didn't remember until I rewatched this. But there's like a lot of filler and like weird side plots. Like their neighbor, who the older brother says is a serial killer, is actually just some sweet old dude who pissed off his son. But also, he's not a very smart old dude because he keeps seeing Kevin alone. Right. And not doing anything about it. Like even asking, hey, where is the rest of your enormous family that I live next door to? Because it appears to just be you, even at church. What? Red flags. Anyway, this movie should be called Red Flag. 
Lydia beats his mom, aka Catherine O'Hara, <laughs> gets gets back to America by selling her fake Rolex to an old woman in Paris, and then hitchhikes with a polka band uh, to get home at the very end of the film, after which the little boy has already thwarted, thwarted to mother. Literally, like... Doomsday bunker prep, booby trapped and destroyed two people and a house and somehow knows how to clean it with the skills of an entire maid service. Yes. Oh, have you? Okay, here's another reference because there's a lot, a lot of it's been done about this film. It's obviously a classic film that a lot of us have seen. Have you watched that guy on YouTube who does the pitch meetings? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Have you watched the one for this movie? No, I haven't. It's hilarious, and at one point he's like, he's like, so this child who at the beginning of the film is struggling to pack a suitcase, we're meant to believe that, and then later in the film he's able to construct this 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 level of of traps of of doomsday prepping, as you mentioned. He's able to do all that and then clean it up as if he's an expert maid. But again, mere days earlier in the timeline, he finds it overwhelming to pack a suitcase. Or go into the attic. Really, this movie is just about overcoming your fears and having zero um, qualms with nearly killing two people. Yeah, which, honestly, I mean, they're criminals, Harrison, so we don't care. Right. No, I didn't care. But if you're going to kill them, kill them. I mean, let's take this movie to the limit. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's really my biggest issue with this movie. Rapid fire. We're ready to give our reviews of Home Alone. I, I am ready to give my review. I want you to go first. Okay. I want to give this film a nice, solid three out of six. Ooh, I like it. Tell me why. Just, that's a little bit lower. When I first, okay, it, it, I will admit right now that when I watched rewatched this film this year, I immediately rewatched Home Alone 2. And I do think that Home Alone 2 is souring me a bit on the first one. So mm. that's problematic but i think our whole rating system is so i want to give it a half score three out of six because it when you watch the first half an hour you're like oh man i could see why this is so classic like it's just like you know parents just don't understand like i got it look at this it's a fantasy to live in your huge house alone and like uh, sure, it's a little hard to buy all of the things that are going on here, but like I get it. It's it's a it's a Christmas fable. I got you. And then even before what the movie's really known for, which is all that slapstick stuff with the wet bandits, I was just like sick of it. I'm just sick of it. I don't want to watch this anymore. Uh, these are terrible parents, terrible people. This poor little boy and all of his cousins are going to grow up demented. Because they're expected to act like little adults and not have feelings. And they're not allowed to express, a, you know, disappointment or anger or anything. They're just shepherded around, Harrison. Told what to do all day. They don't have any concept of unconditional love from their families. Rich people. They ruin children. Yeah. So, enjoyable to a certain point. And then you're just like, oh, man. Fuck this action. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everything about this. Yes. Wow. I'm going to give it um, a four out of six. Okay. I think that it's a fine holiday classic. I think that 
for all of the reasons that I'm going to talk about Home Alone 2. <laughs> I feel like I have a lot this more one, <laughs> This one is just like fine family fun. I understand that I have to suspend my disbelief. And this movie, okay, you'll get me. You'll get me to do that. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy that John Candy is a polka person. And, you know, I'll just buy, I'll, I'll eat it up, everything you're handing it to me. And it's still not going to get a six. I don't, <laughs> it's going to get a four. It's going to get a four. Uh, you know, I think there's so much levity. The slapstick is like a little heavy handed, but it's fun. It's, it's fun in the same way that like, Another movie we're going to discuss this week is fun in its action. It's not necessary that I'm thinking too much about it, although it is hard not to when, uh, you know, the criminals have paint cans that would have literally blown their noses off, hit them in the face. I mean, so much. I wanted, there's not, there's not a drop of blood in this movie. There can't be, Harrison. It's a family film. Well, you know what? Some little kid is going to go out and do this, and we're going to blame it on movies. Yep. I just knocked over my microphone. And I blame it on the movies. Oh, it's Home Alone's fault. It's it Macaulay Culkin's fault. fault. I, don't, I don't understand the concept of cause and effect, consequences. I'm not there anymore because of this film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that being said, it has a great cast, and it is fun. And this is why we know Macaulay Culkin. So. God bless Thank you for that. Four out of six. Merry Crambish. Merry Christmas from Kata and Harrison. Day one. Return tomorrow when we'll release a new episode, and maybe it'll be Home Alone 2. Probably will. Who knows? Oh, tune in to find out. Bye.